Hey, this is the Nobody Likes Casey McLean podcast. Please check out my stand-up dates at thecaseymcclain.com. Also, follow me on all social media at thecaseymcclain. Check out stand-up clips and videos of mine at youtube.com slash McLean. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is where I host this podcast. It's where the file sits. It's also a great place if you want to start a podcast where you can record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When you're hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to all the listening platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Whatever you're listening to this podcast on, you can get your podcast to that platform very easily. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. That's right. It's Nobody Likes Casey McLean. This is Casey McLean. Going to be a loose episode today. Loose only because I have an alcohol beverage buzz. And that loosens things up for me. I, uh, I was actually going to record this earlier in the day. And then I um, I ended up having a couple beers with a buddy, and now I'm drinking a Stoop Fresh Hop Fiend Italian Pilsner. We're having fun, folks. Um, we're going to talk about the biggest story in entertainment today, which is that Gabriel Rutledge and Casey McClain performed on a hay bale trailer. <laughs> no, it's of course it's the Chris Rock. Um, it's the Chris Rock Will Smith thing. I I did uh I did perform. We'll talk about that in a minute. I did have a great show with Gabriel Rutledge at this uh it was at the the fairgrounds in Elma, Washington. Backwards Trevor and Backwards Trevor's wife were there. Uh you know who you are. We said we were going to come up with a code name for Backwards Trevor's wife, and now I just sound like a, a horrible misogynist calling her. It's like a Cotton Hill on on a King of the Hill, Hank's wife. I probably shouldn't do podcasts with a buzz, but we're going to do it anyway. We're going in hard. I actually have an important day in my life tomorrow, and I'm rocking a buzz the night before. Anyway, um, yeah, I did the show with Gabriel Rutledge. I was scheduled to do it. I thought it was a private show. It turns out it was not a private show. It was at the Elma Fairgrounds in like the livestock uh, barn. And I found out that Backwards Trevor and his wife were going to be there the week before. And uh, I wasn't supposed to, but Backwards Trevor, big fan of the podcast Backwards Trevor, uh, Revealed it to me when I was opening for when I was uh, hosting for Chris Porter, so it was very fun. I was my expectations of this show were zero. I knew it paid pretty well, which is why I accepted it. But I thought, first off, I thought it was like a private gig, gonna have to be clean. My friend, my dear friend Gabriel Rutledge said, "Clean in this case means just no fucks." Just don't say fuck. And then I think he said fuck in his first sentence, realized it was fine, said fuck the rest of the set. 
It was so fun. I had so much fun. I love situations like that now. Like that now. Gabe and I talked about um he has a new podcast that's called The Drive Home. I was the first guest on the podcast. We'll see when it comes out, if it comes out. But we talked about this a lot, which is like four years ago when I was doing comedy, a show like that, a situation like that would have absolutely crushed my confidence. To walk into a sub-ideal situation, standing on a stage where my feet are at least two feet above any seated person's head. <clears throat> a bunch of rowdy audience members during my set, there's still like the potluck line is still going. They're still talking 20 minutes into my set. They shut off the lights because the potluck line had ended. When I'm getting up onto this hay bale trailer, I spilled water right onto my cock. <laughs> and so it looked like I had just completely pissed my pants right before I got on stage. And then when I got off stage, by the way, still full water stain. All of that. And I would say I still had a very fun time. I still made the crowd laugh. I still, <clears throat> between merch and show pay, it was one of the most profitable shows I've ever done in my life, to be honest with you. And it was, uh, it was, Promoting or uh, fundraising for a, a safe and sober graduation party. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be a stuffy group. No, it was a bunch of drunk rednecks in Elma, Washington, who apparently only want their kids not to drink. The only people not drinking in Elma, Washington are the children of these people at this comedy show. Super fun. And the fucked up thing, the most fucked up thing is my fucking camera stopped running. I don't know what was wrong with it. I didn't know I was being introduced, by the way. So I'm like rushing to get it to work. But I realized after my set that my camera didn't pick up any of it. And I was going to record Gabe. Camera didn't pick up any of Gabe either. Very frustrating. There were a couple like crowd interaction moments, but. This happened the Chris Porter weekend also, by the way. There was a there was a set that I did. Oh, man. I've got like a Windows notification happening. There was a set that I did on the Chris Porter weekend at Tacoma Comedy Club uh, where the manager of the club accidentally unplugged the light system. So they didn't shut the lights off, made it blue. I think I said this on the podcast. Didn't have my camera rolling. Again, didn't have my camera rolling for this, this time on accident. Big fucking mistake. What the fuck is going on with this computer? What the fuck is going on here? Stop giving me notifications. Computer. Okay, let's talk about the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing so I can shut the volume off on this. <clears throat> I'm going to play the video and I'll give you a little bit of play-by-play um, -play as it happens. And then we will talk about it because it's the biggest story in the world. We don't care about Ukraine and Russia anymore. There's not even a war happening anymore. There's all the children that are that have died, they're back to life. We've moved on. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win. <laughs> <laughs> he is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord. Jada, I love you. 
G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> okay, so this is where G, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, she was laughing at these jokes about Javier Bardem and his wife. She starts to roll her eyes. Jada Pinkett Smith, by the way, has a shaved haircut. Um, I will say that I've learned a lot about black women's hair because of Chris Rock, because he made the movie Good Hair. Uh, anyway, we'll let this continue because there's like a minute left and it turns as I'm sure, you know, this is nobody can avoid this news, but we'll keep playing. <laughs> it's, that was a, that was a nice one. Okay. By the way, GI Jane is a movie from the, uh, the, uh, I think the nineties where Demi Moore at the time, one of the hottest women in the world shaved her head for this role and. Jada Pinkett Smith, one of the hottest women in the world, has a shaved head. Okay, let's continue. I'm out here. Uh-oh. So at this point, Will Smith is apparently walking to the stage. What I'm curious about, actually, oh, this is the this is uncensored. Previously, the uncensored version of this was like the Japanese feed. So we don't have the Japanese translation overlay. But Will Smith at this point is walking up to the stage. He was laughing earlier, by the way. <laughs> oh wow a real slap to chris rock here wow i actually think by the way at this point will smith's still kind of smiling will smith just smacked the shit out of me <laughs> will smith not smiling anymore here wow dude it was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I could, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. So, not a perfect line from Chris Rock. We'll, we'll, uh, we don't need to play the rest of this. <clears throat> um... So let's let's operate under the idea that this is not a staged uh that it's not staged. Let's operate under that idea because I think it's I don't think it was staged first off, but for the sake of this argument I want to talk about it because this has created emotional reactions from a lot of people. I'm going to talk I want to I want to start with this. This woman on Twitter argued with me i made a joke that said uh i just posted i don't even at the time i hadn't really seen the clip in full i didn't know the story behind uh behind jada pinkett smith's out oh this is what happens when you drink or as you're podcasting <clears throat> i didn't know the story about jada pinkett smith's alopecia so i said basically uh, I don't even get the joke, but I'm team Chris Rock because I don't want people walking on stage and hitting comedians. That's bottom line. I don't want people. It's not, I, I have, by the way, I'm almost always going to side with the comedians. I'm almost always going to side with jokes. And I think all comedians should be that way. And I think most comedy fans should be that way. These are two people, Jada Pinkett Smith and Chris Rock. Let's put Will Smith into it. These are three people 
who all knew what they signed up for. There's a comedian that is presenting an award at a at the Oscars. This has happened. Ricky Gervais did it at the Golden Globes. They're going to make jokes. They're going to hurt people's feelings. That's the deal. That's what you signed up for. You're sitting in the front row. You know what's coming. Don't lie to us. Don't lie to yourself. You know exactly what's coming. So I got to get back to this. Uh, I'm trying to scroll back to this this woman. I'm not sure. I had a lot of, by the way, if you want to check out some fucking banger tweets, DKCMcLean.com. I tweeted a lot about this and with some success and some maybe less success. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm just going to read it. By the way, if you go find this and you can find this and, and shout out to this woman, by the way, I'm not going to say her name, but shout out to her because by the way, she did not unfollow me after all this. I don't think actually yeah, yeah, she still follows me. Shout out to you lady, because I don't think you're a great comedy audience member or a comedy consumer, but I do think this is like, you don't have to unfollow me over this specifically. So I said, let's go back to the actual thing that I said. I said, I don't even get the joke, but team Chris rock. She said the quote unquote joke was to make fun of women, make fun of a woman who is losing her hair to a devastating illness. So go team bully people with disabilities. I'm actually not on that team. Enough of this bullying people and jokes. Lastly, I have MS. And I said, oh, dang, it's a good joke. One of my best friends in comedy has MS. And we wrote jokes about it together for a roast. No topic is off limits, in my opinion. I understand your tastes not matching others. She said, oh, sure, it's great comedy. Until someone like Hitler drags us to the gas chambers. Did you know he murdered people with disabilities first? Thanks a lot, sir. We made it two tweets into a fucking tweet argument before Hitler came up. It's one of the most pathetic arguments I've ever had on Twitter. Also, by the way, uh, alopecia, which is what Jada Pinkett Smith apparently has. I haven't seen any official, but so alopecia is an autoimmune disease. And I was like, oh, fuck, did I fuck up? Autoimmune disease sounds scary. What are the side effects? Of alopecia. You know what the side effects are? I actually tweeted it. <laughs> Hold on. By the way, shout out to this lady again. Don't uh don't find her and talk shit because she she is continuing to follow me and she's not continuing this argument um much further. We'll see. It could it could boil over if she is for some reason a listener of this podcast, but I have a sneaking suspicion that she is not. Um so, alopecia areata requires a medical diagnosis. The main symptom is hair loss. People may experience, these are common symptoms, hair loss, anxiety, itching, small dents in nails. That's the end of the fucking symptom list. This is not a disability. This is not even punching down. This is a fucking millionaire who's one of the hottest women in the history of the fucking world, who, by the way, after shaving her head, 
is still one of the hottest women in the fucking world. And and she's she's somehow a victim. She's this isn't MS. To put that in the same category, to think that this thing that Chris Rock is doing is tantamount to Hitler rounding up disabled people and shoving them into a gas chamber is a perfect example of how absolutely delusional we are as a country. And it's a fucking innocent joke. First off, Chris Rock said that he didn't know that Jada Pinkett Smith had alopecia. People are saying he didn't. I don't, I didn't know. And I'm probably more connected to internet and celebrity gossip than Chris Rock is. It's, and I don't even, I mean, this is like Will Smith has to be like public. First off, is there anything fucking more disgusting at this point than Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith talking about their relationship? Is there anything like they got to be turning uh, polyamorous people into monogamous Christians at this point? Because it's it's a fuck. They're bad representatives for all of it. She's banging her son's friends. He's slapping fucking comedy legends on stage for making pretty innocuous jokes. A joke that, by the way, does not, you want to know, you want to know, let me give you another diagnosis. Androgenetic alopecia. Should we not make fun of that? Is that something, because that's called male pattern baldness. You think, you think that Chris Rock hasn't had anxiety that Will Smith hasn't had anxiety over male pattern baldness just because it's a woman because Jada Pinkett Smith is a woman. This is something that men fucking suffer with constantly that men. Oh shit. Let me find this clip because I saw it earlier. Um, <clears throat> so this is Will Smith, 1991, granted a different time over 30 years ago. But this is Will Smith. I got to turn the volume back up. Hopefully there's not a fucking ESPN video playing. at full. Holy Christ. All right, it might, it might take a moment, but... <clears throat> The, the, my point is, is this is not a disability. This is not, yeah. So, nineteen ninety one Arsenio Hall show. Here's uh here's Will Smith making fun of one of Arsenio's like uh, stagehands, probably not the right word, but like security guards, maybe producers. Oh, uh, that's unpleasant for everybody. I mean, it made me feel a lot better, but come on, Willie, big Willie style. Maybe I can find this on YouTube easier. Anyway, this type of thing is bound to make people look like hypocrites. We've, we keep moving the goalposts on what is and is not offensive. And I think we finally hit one that people are like, are you fucking kidding me? This is not punching down. This is not, and they'll go like, oh, this is uh, what, by the way. I will say this, like I personally, I'm not making jokes about black women's hair. It's, it's, uh, it's too fraught a topic. It's a sensitive societal issue. 
Um, and you know why I know that? Because of fucking Chris Rock. Because of the documentary Good Hair. Uh, hold on. Will Smith, Alopecia, Arsenio Hall show. Here we go. I think this will be... That's 14 minutes long. Okay. Rewind. Oh, it's, I don't know. Rewind it. Hopefully this isn't some guy giving a bunch of commentary. Hopefully this is just the video. Jesus Jada, Christ. I love you. G.I. Jane 2. Can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> All right. Relax, everybody. Relax. She's head every morning. That's a rule. Oh, man, Arsenio, they got rules. They got rules. Like, he has a rule. The bass player, he got a rule. He got to wax his head every morning. That's a rule. He follows the rules, man. He follows the rules. Oh, these are jokes. Come on. <laughs> See, you got too into the characters and got hurt. <laughs> so he points to a bass player in Arsenio Hall's band who has alopecia, or who's bald at least, who has alopecia, who... Who has either androgenetic alopecia or another kind of alopecia? He's insensitive. He makes an insensitive joke. Yes, it's 30 years ago. Yes, it's not his wife. Listen, I'll say this. I've done a bunch of roast shows, okay? Um, I have a sensitivity about my wife. I absolutely do. I don't want people talking about my wife. I don't want people talking about my daughter. These are not public figures. Jada Pinkett Smith is a public figure. Jada Pinkett Smith is sitting front row at the Oscars. This isn't your fucking aunt, okay? This isn't your sister. It's not your wife. It's not your daughter. This is another public figure. Now, let's move on from that because people are like, Chris Rock should file assault charges. Will Smith should be escorted out of this place. Uh... He should lose his Oscar. If Chris Rock would have filed assault charges, I'd be on Team Will Smith. It's a slap in the face. It's a literal slap in the face. There's no permanent damage. A, a lot of people are saying, by the way, that like they're like, oh, wouldn't you have done the same thing if your wife was being made fun of? Yeah, I would do an illegal thing to make my wife happy. That's what I'm saying. I would do an illegal thing to make my wife feel better. Absolutely. It's still illegal. It's still illegal to hit someone. But this isn't, I don't think that Will Smith needs to have a charge on his record. I don't think that Chris Rock needs to press charges against Will Smith. I don't think, I mean, I, I get the thing where it's like, if anybody else in that building approached the stage and slapped Chris Rock, of course they would have been escorted out. But I don't think they should take away his Oscar. Um, and frankly, the fact that this storied actor, this storied entertainer, this incredibly talented guy, his career, he's done so many amazing things. In his career, besides winning Best Actor. And now, the night that he won Best Actor is going to be defined by this moment. And his career, in many ways, 
will be def- this will be in the Will Smith documentary. This is going to be a thing. This is that he gripped the culture for a couple days. This is that's punishment enough to me. This guy's got a storied career. He's obviously takes a lot of pride in his career. <clears throat> no one's ever going to forget this. Also, I mean, at least he slapped Chris Rock and not Chris Red or, you know, uh, a smaller, like Chris Rock is a comedy legend. This is at least like in the court of public opinion, this is a fair fight. Because if it had been, I mean, I'd be fucking, if it was, I mean, obviously there's people who are like, oh, he wouldn't have done it to Ricky Gervais or if he had done it to Ricky Gervais, blah, blah, blah. There's all kinds of like fucked up. Two black dudes got in a fucking dispute on stage and people are trying to racialize this into some like white on black issue. And it's fucking insane. Also, these are two just intensely wealthy people. How do we this is the Jada Pinkett Smith cannot be punched down upon. By the way, I haven't even brought up the fact that she well, no, I did actually, but we didn't even get into like this dude is mad because Chris Rock made a joke while his fucking son's friend is having sex with his wife. Uh, I don't know. If Chris Rock apologizes, I'm going to be very upset because pretty mundane joke. <clears throat> Do I have anything else? Oh, Tiger Woods played 18 holes. Uh, I've been playing a lot of golf lately, so I've been paying a lot more attention to golf also. Tiger Woods is the fucking man. I hope I hope we get to see Tiger back in some form because this dude is the best golfer that ever played. He played in a more competitive PGA than Jack Nicholas. He's accomplished nearly the same thing and in spite of that this dude is Tiger is the fucking man. Tiger came to light in my lifetime and uh like he came to prominence in my lifetime, in my youth, turned a lot of people I know into into golfers. I played a little bit of golf before Tiger, but I was, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure that I was influenced by him, and then I quit at some point because I sucked, because I wasn't the same prodigy that Tiger Woods was. Tiger Woods, I don't know. This is the, we're getting into the point where the beer is talking. And that I'm worried this ESPN video is going to start playing. By the way, if you're going to, if I'm going to complain about any website in the fucking world, it's that ESPN.com will just hold a website in the background. You don't even know where it's at. You have 14 other tabs open, and all of a sudden, 20 minutes into having this website open, it'll start playing a video, and you're like, "Where are the Jeremy Fowler? Why are you talking to me right now?" All right. Um. Leave me a voicemail. I didn't get any, uh, any, uh, I sent out a, a thing about voicemails. Leave me a voicemail, 253-237-3217. I didn't get any in time for this week's show, but I don't care how insane you are. I will play your voicemail. Please follow me at the Casey McLean. Also, I think I'm going to, nobody likes Casey McLean on, on a uh, Substack. Go check that out if you would. I think I'm going to release something April 1st, which would have been, were it not for labor disputes, would have been opening day for baseball. Check that out. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, come see me do stand up. 
I'm in uh, coming up. I'm in, where am I at? I'm in Moses Lake, Washington, Pasco, Washington, Kalispell, Montana, Louisville, Kentucky, Austin, Texas, um, some other places. Please come on out. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Oh, Cascade, Idaho, wherever the fuck that is. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Tell a friend, tell a loved one, tell a coworker. I'll talk to you soon.